What's up, guys? This is the legit boss, Sasha Banks, and you are listening to WNS. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. A couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right, what's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. We welcome you to episode 519 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, BeyondPodPlayer.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro, Tyler, 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 Abair. Abra underscore mode on Instagram, DRH underscore pro on Instagram. We're also on Twitch and TikTok sometimes. All that good stuff. So, uh, jazz. welcome to the show. Got plenty to talk about. Mostly going to be AEW, but we'll also talk about Hell in a Cell, some hot topics, and more. Before we get into that, Tyler, how you doing? Doing all right. We are going to. It's ketchup. Ketchup, condiments, mustard. Yep. Yes, relish. I relish in the fact that we're going to be doing this show. Because it's been a while. Yeah. Is it two weeks? It's been like a month. <laughs> Is it really? Something like that. It was like two or three it's, weeks. It's been a while. But uh, how about yourself? I'm doing well. Uh, the wife and I are uh, in the process of getting our house ready to sell. We had new floors installed and yeah. um, got other stuff lined up. So we're going to be uh, having all sorts of fun moving in a couple hmm. of months. Fun on a bun. <laughs> So basically what's happening is my mom's having a house built, so we're waiting for that to be built so that we can move into her house, her old house, her current house, so that she can move into the new house. And then when new, we new. move into the, our when we move from our house into her house, which would become our house, then we can sell our old house, which is our current house. Old new, new new, 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 new old, I don't know. That's right, new new. So uh yeah, so in the process of doing all that, just been working all the time, you know. Doing that work thing. Do that work thing. And it's, yeah, it's no fun. Work is no fun. Uh, Kids, if you're listening to this, don't work. Just <laughs> don't work. Just win the lottery, become a millionaire so you don't have to worry about yeah. anything, and just, you know, uh, do you. But in that time period, two weeks ago, we mm-hmm. went to AEW Dynamite Rampage. Hell yeah. And Dark Hell all together. Yeah. In Houston, Texas. Hell yeah, we did. Which was a blast. We were in the front row and on TV multiple times. Yes. <laughs> that was that was that was a bucket list item yes. for, for the two of us. Mm-hmm. We talked uh several times, uh not necessarily on the show, but um we talked many times about how we wanted to be front row, center. God, how do these guys do it? How do they get the opportunities? Mm-hmm. And uh, the opportunity presented itself to us. We took it and ran with it. Money well spent. Oh, man, it was a blast. I don't even care that the the tickets that I had previously purchased I wasn't able to sell. It's totally fine because the experience in itself was mm-hmm. worth it. Yeah. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. Man. And now I am so spoiled 
to the front row that anything less than like feel second weird. or third it, it will feel weird and it's going to be like god you just get so close to the action you, you know you we get can, to see how big some of the stars really are oh yeah didn't you can stand up anytime you want no yeah. no one in front of you mm-hmm. uh, just so cool it's yeah. just like a cool experience to be that that close mm-hmm. um and it was also nice to see like some of the interaction that we got, like with Justin Roberts, yes, Bob, uh, a few of the other, uh, you know, and and you, it's cool because you get to see a lot of the behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff, the stuff that you know. I mean, you yeah. can see that anywhere, but like to be that close to it, it's really cool. From what I've seen, and I guess they've done this in other cities too, but like during a commercial or whatever, if they're not having a match, mm-hmm. Aubrey may play like paper rock scissors with someone in the audience. Yeah. Um, they did it with. Uh, when we went to Houston, mm-hmm. um, but it was it was it was awesome. Yeah, and that's something that kind of sets them apart. I would say between uh, WWE and AEW because at at a, at a WWE event, they don't acknowledge that they're in commercial. They don't yeah. interact a whole lot with the crowd. Like every once in a while, they'll get up and hey, you know, let's see those signs. And honestly, I think that's like a security thing where they're like, oh, we're going to put you on screen, but we're really screening your signs to make sure there's nothing inappropriate. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been a while since I've been to a WWE event. I'm trying to think of like the last one we went to. It was probably what, Worlds Collide? Yes. Before the pandemic? Yes. Like that was the last WWE show that I went to. Damn. Yeah. That was a long time ago. That's That was before everything went down. Like, yes. There's no, like, NXT we knew. That was, was Ro- that was Royal Rumble weekend. Yeah. Because we went Saturday, and then the Royal Rumble was Sunday. Yeah. Because that's when we got to meet Bray Wyatt. Did we go to NXT? That's what it was. It was NXT Worlds Collide. Yeah, that's, yeah. Which was nuts. War Games? No. We have been to War Games. <laughs> yeah. But the NXT Worlds Collide, that was uh, where it was NXT versus NXT UK. Okay. Which yeah. was, that was we got one. to see Imperium with Walter, not Gunther. <laughs> Gunther. Yeah. But, uh, man, this experience, if you, if you get the chance to go to an AEW show, even if you're not a fan, like, just go and check it out. Because the yes. show itself was great. Um, you know, the matches were, were a lot of fun. But it's just, it's just a different energy than a WWE show. It's just more intense. And it's hard to explain it, but like I from a wrestler's standpoint, I get what they understand. Like what they say, you know, they're like you you get the tingles, you get the feeling, you feel the crowd. And that's what it is, you know? Like the crowd erupts and you just feel it. Yeah. And it's just insane. Because Maybe not NXT and stuff like that. Well, the NXT we knew, but uh, <laughs> back in the good old there back in my day, like NXT wrestling. was good. Yeah, but we went to WWE like Raw or other pay per views. I'm like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. you know, it's like this just happened, and it's like I wasn't excited. Even like shit, like I wasn't. There's like certain superstars that I think they're decent, but like I'm not like super humongous fans, like. Take for instance, this was fun. This was fun, mm-hmm. even though they're like they're not like my top. But yeah. the whole Butcher and Blade versus the Varsity Blondes, that was fun. Yeah, 
<laughs> and even though, like, we're doing the whole V thing, <laughs> whatever, but, like, even when Brian Pillman kicked Griff, we're like, oh, my God. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. It was a good show. Uh, we ended up having a blast. We So, uh, the show, the doors opened at 5, but we decided to spend a little extra money so we could meet Santana and Ortiz um, so that we could actually get inside a little earlier. Because I don't know if any of y'all are from Texas who are listening, but in Texas... It gets really hot and really humid. So imagine yes. walking into a sauna. That's what it's like walking around uh, walking around Texas in the middle of the day. It is very hot, very humid. And so we decided, you know, doors open at 5. We got there at 4. Let's just cough up a little bit of extra cash. We can go inside early because the doors open at 4.30 so that we can meet Santana and Ortiz. And so which from, fun. yeah, which was fun. They had uh, Santana and Ortiz, Serena Deeb, and Lance Archer. Um, I was kind of expecting different uh, talent. Like, I was kind of expecting, uh, I don't know if I was expecting Sammy Guevara, but um, there were a few others that we had. Lance is from this area. Yeah. he's he, like I think he's from, like, the Dallas area or something yeah. like that. Um, so we were expecting, I guess, more ta- but there Texas was talent. Also, uh, Thunder Rosa. Yeah, Thunder Rosa. She had a, she had a different uh, promotion going on. And uh, but it was it was really cool. We got to stand in line, go in through through the through the side door, kind of mm-hmm. hidden entrance there, and then uh, got to go and find our seats. And uh, they had the the merch booth that you and uh, you and Doug got to go and check out. They had two merch booth booths. I can't talk booths booths uh, this time, both. and they're both packed. Yeah. Um, more merchandise yeah. for sure. Yeah, and. Uh, Got to see our buddy Ryan yeah, there as well. Came up. So got to get get to go to the show as well. Man, that was just I can't put into words how awesome of an experience it yes. was. To be that close to the action, uh, you know, the the bodies slamming into the barricades. Our knees survived. Knees our survived. shins survived. That little kid got there's a little kid that did get hit. He did though. get struck by the uh, by the rail by the gate. And that was during the uh Kyle O'Reilly match. Who did he face? I forget. Was it Phoenix? Yes. Yeah, versus Ray Phoenix. They did a spot where they threw Phoenix into the guardrail, and then Kyle O'Reilly went and did like a drop kick or something to him. And so when the gate got hit, it hit a little boy and so he was a little upset but they sent out the the trainer the medical staff to to look at him and you know he was okay and then after a, a little bit later on they had a moment and security actually pulled him over the gate and set him up on the uh on the uh steel steps mm-hmm. next to the ring so he got to get a cool picture of yeah. him you know at the at the ringside nice. it was pretty cool and uh, and that's another thing. Like even the security staff, like they're playing along with the kids and like having having a good it's time. It's a great atmosphere. Yeah. While you and Doug were at the merch booth, um, one of the security members actually picked like three or four kids, and they got to like stand on the ring apron and take pictures. Wow. So I'm like, you know, that's that's just a really cool experience. You know, mm-hmm. you don't get to, you don't see that stuff every day, and I'm sure WWE does it to some degree, but for the most part, they don't allow people past the barricades. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was the fact that it was like, you know what, it's early in the night. We just opened the doors. You're here, and why not? You know. Yeah. So it's just it was a really cool sight to see. Um, for the most part, the people sitting around us 
are, we're a good crowd. We didn't have those annoying, obnoxious people, thankfully. So, um, you know, it just, it adds to it. Yeah. Because I know the last time we went to the AEW show, you had a great time. Me, not so much, just because the guy who was standing in front of me was like six foot nine, which that's, that's not his fault. I can't, <laughs> I can't fault him for being tall because I myself am somewhat either. tall. You can't teach it. That's right. Um, but it was just like he stood up the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, come on, dude. Like, at yeah. least like bend over. Because like, that's something that I did. Like, I stood up, we stood up quite a bit for, uh, for our show, for, for, uh, for Front Row. But like, we were at least conscious enough to like lean forward on the rail. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I know I'm tall and I know I'm standing, but I'm going to try and make it a little more tolerable for the people behind me. Like, my, <laughs> this shows how out of shape I was. The next day I woke up and my, like, my abdomen was sore and my hips were sore from, oh, like, really? leaning, from like leaning over so much. Wow. I was like, good Lord, I am out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like we stood up, we sat down, we stood up, we sat yeah. down, we stood up, we leaned over, we leaned over, sat, sat down, leaned over. So, um, you know, you do that for four or five hours after mm-hmm. a while my body was just like dude i'm tired yeah my body's like what are you doing man take it easy but dude awesome experience oh hell yeah 10 hell out yeah. of 10 would recommend yes would definitely do it again we got to see cm punk yes we got to see adam page we got to see brian danielson dude that leg spot Daniel getting caught in the uh yes. Danielson getting caught in between the the ramp and the and the ring. We thought that was real. Yeah. Well, it I mean it was, but he was okay enough to kind of say, you know, let's work it into an angle. Don't just let me oh. sit here. Um so I mean, he was selling it more than I didn't even see him fall. There was so much going on at that yeah. point. I wasn't paying attention to him. Yeah, that was just pure chaos. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, he's down and he's not getting out. Oh, what is he doing with his leg? Oh, he can't get out. There's, he's stuck. So what's crazy is like, and then Eddie Kingston was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> the like, whole time, yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you think he? What was it? He was a. He was some kind of prick. Like, you are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so it was it was a great show. We got we got to see Dark. We got to see Dynamite. We got to see Rampage. First time for Rampage in Houston. Yeah. Mark Henry got to go. It's time for the main event. So if you have the opportunity, definitely go to an AEW show. Mm-hmm. Would recommend. It was great. We got I to be say, on TV a lot. I say they come again, we shoot for the same thing. Hell yeah, let's do it. Um, we even got to be on TV singing Cult of Personality. Yes. I got to I got to say hi to Ben. Mm-hmm. And Here's something that pissed me off about that, though. It pissed me off, because he acted like we were fans of his. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're not even mentioning that we're like the podcast that we for the last 10, 11 years. Like, come on, man. Put some respect on us. Yep. Ben, we are your podcast, and you and, and you act like we're your fans. I was trying to say hi to you. I got in trouble with my wife because I said hi to you and not her. to her. Yep. Because I was trying to like be nice to you. Mm-hmm. And that's how you treat me. Never again. Shame, 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 shame. My next sign, if we if we get those seats again, it's going to be hi Kelsey, not Ben. <laughs> Do that. Yes, <laughs> not Ben. I'm gonna like point at Kelsey, wave. Point at Ben, flip you off. 
<laughs> that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do the next time we go to Dynamite. <laughs> but while we're on the topic of Dynamite, let's go ahead and talk about this week's Dynamite. Uh, we got to see the team of FTR and CM Punk going up against the Gun Club and Max Caster. And we found out later on Rampage that CM Punk actually injured himself. Yeah. Now, they didn't specify what kind of injury. If it was that, where he jumped into the audience, that's what I'm thinking I bet that he it was. feels foolish. Possibly, yeah. Because uh, if you go back and watch Dynamite, he does the thing where he jumps into the crowd like he has before. But this time, his leg... Like, he doesn't fully clear it. I didn't pay attention to it. Oh, I noticed it right away. I was like, oh, that had to hurt. And then, sure enough, like, he's kind of, like, gingerly walking after that. And it turns out he has, like, broken bones. So it could be in his foot, could be in his leg. We don't really know the severity of it. Uh, But he's going to have to require surgery and will not be able to defend the title. Now, he said that he would be willing to drop the title, vacate it, due to injury. But Tony Khan said, no, we believe in you. And we're just going to have an interim champion for the time being. So, do you see like a lot of people mad at that, or I don't think so. I think it was we have we know where we want the story to go, mm-hmm. and we don't really want to rewrite it. Yeah, you know, because when you make a bunch of rewrites, things get a little sloppy. Yeah, look at WWE <laughs> frequently. Yes. Yes. Frequent rewrites. Also, it sucks that you know he's got the miss Forbidden Door. Yeah, that is definitely a bummer. I really wanted to see him go up, go up against Tanaka. Um, or, I'm sorry, Tanahashi. I was about to say. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, but, man, yeah, this is definitely quite the blow. Uh, you know, everyone was starting to get hyped. Summer of Punk 3. Mm-hmm. Um, next summer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is always next summer. How about Winter of Punk? Yeah, there you go. Winter is coming, part two. Part two. Um, so he will have to have surgery, no timetable on how long he'll be out for, but they said as soon, as soon as he's cleared to compete, he will be going up against the interim champion. So here's what they're going to do. Um, John Moxley has been named the number one contender on dynamite this coming week. They're going to have a rumble, a battle Royal. The winner of that will face John Moxley for the main event of dynamite. I wonder who they're going to pick. I don't know. Also, in that rumble, do you put like all main eventers, or do you put some like ones that are lower and some? I think you put low, mid, and an upper tier card. Yeah, um, because so that's probably going to start the show mm-hmm. because it's, the Moxley match is going to be the end of the show. Is that for Bendor or is it Dynamite? No. So what's going to happen? It's going to be on Dynamite. So we're going to have the Rumble or the Battle Royal. The winner of the Battle Royal goes on to face John Moxley at the end of Dynamite. Then, on New Japan, it's going to be Hiroshi Tanahashi versus someone else. I'm sorry, I forgot the name. The winner of that match, which will probably be Hiroshi Tanahashi, will go on to face the winner of the John Moxley winner of the Battle Royal at Forbidden Door. Forbidden so, Door. So, the winner of Forbidden Door will be the interim champion. And then... That will be defended on television until CM Punk comes back. That should be a great paper to face the challenge. Way. Oh yeah, I'm hoping. I want to know who the hell Brian Danielson's fighting. Yeah, man, there are a lot of everyone's possibilities. like, give me Okada. You, everybody can't have. <laughs> everyone Okada. wants Okada. Yeah, it's just going to be a seven match because everyone wants seven to match be card like 
five of which Okada is in. Everyone loves that, you know, Kenny Omega versus Okada match. So mm-hmm. they're like, we want that match. Mm-hmm. Can't have Okada. No, I'm not going to have that one. You're not going to have Omega or Okada. It's probably going to be, I don't know if it's going to be a triple threat, but I wonder if FTR is going to fight uh, Jeff Cobb and Great Okan. Possibly. We'll have to see. Because no, uh, the only match that we know of now is the winner of the New Japan match versus the winner of the AEW match will face one another yeah. for the interim AEW when championship. When is it? June what? Uh, let's see. It'll be June 26th. Sunday. Gotcha. Sunday, Sunday, June Sunday, 26th. Sunday. Yeah, so one, two, three weeks away. Three weeks away from this recording. So mark it on your calendar. Marks. Um, Fucking Mark. <laughs> yeah, speaking of you fucking Marks, man, talk about a promo for the ages from MJF. So, Double or Nothing occurred. We haven't even talked about that, which that pay-per-view was great. Yeah, all the stuff that went down before it. Yeah. The whole fe- uh, the MJF fest. no-showing, the fan fest. Uh, and where the hell did they get someone, I guess this were or someone was like, oh, well, he booked the flight. Well, how the fuck you know that he booked the flight? <laughs> Did someone see him at yeah. the airport booking a flight? Or, like, what? what's going on here? My like, sources at the airport told me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a guy who works for American Airlines, and he looked it up and was like, oh, my gosh, this guy has booked a flight. But he apparently no-showed. Um, meet and greet, yeah. Meet and greet, yeah. So There was no meeting or greeting. Although I don't know if he would greet people, and he just mostly no. calls them pieces of shit. Yeah, takes your money, calls you pieces of shit. Yeah, on to the next. Like I saw one on YouTube, uh, and it was uh, this little girl going up to him. And he's like, "How old are you?" And she's like, eleven. He goes, "You realize your father made a mistake eleven years ago." <laughs> and uh, I forgot what happened later on, but they were like bantering back and forth, and it was like someone was like, "They paid you know forty dollars to meet you," and he's like, "Yeah," and your dad could have paid ten dollars for a condom and saved a whole lot of trouble (laughs) (laughs) just going just like going off and what makes it great is like you know fans have come to expect it from mjf yeah the handlers at these conventions don't don't know they don't know about them so the dude who was sitting next to him is like just busting out laughing like oh my god i can't believe you just said that to a child like it was great that's awesome yeah so it's people that work for the building, right? Yeah, the couple, they're like, "What the? Fuck? Yeah, there, need, there needs to be like a warning to like each <laughs> employee. Warning: This person might not be nice. Yeah, <laughs> might not be nice to work with. But, uh, but yeah, there's so been rumors of you know, uh, Max is mad because he's not getting paid what he thinks he should get paid mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to do the bidding war, so whoever gets him, it's like. Ha- Give me more money, AEW or WWE. So you fucking mark. I don't want him to leave AEW. No. If it, if it, in my opinion, I don't think he'll. He will be a watered down version of himself if he goes to WWE. Absolutely, absolutely. He may make it work. He would find. He would probably find a way. But I think fans could all agree that it would not be the same no. MJF as we get on AEW. Like, they're allowed to be more open with the character. So, excuse me. Yeah, I... And the thing is, like, you don't want to work yourself into a corner where you have no ground to stand on. Yeah. 
So he kind of have to he has to work within the rounds. Like if he wants to get paid and he wants to do a bidding war, he has to make himself as presentable as he can. Yes. So, you know, if you if he were to actually quit, he would have and Doug mentioned this, he would just he, he would have to take whatever WWE offered. Like he he couldn't go back to Tony Khan and be like, "Oh, well WWE's offering this." Mm-hmm. He would have to take whatever WWE is offering and they yeah. might they might lowball him at that yeah. point. So, yeah, it's uh, man, it was such a good promo. People are calling this the promo of his career, the promo of AEW's lifetime. So, and it's, I would agree. Uh, yeah, no, I agree too. He's always been great, and this was like uh, another step up. So, stepping up, hell yeah. Um, and okay, man, so we did the this first match, but pay per view Punk won. He did. The title. Yes. Um, so we have, I don't know where he got that shirt, but they have a shirt with Bret Hart with FTR and Punk all yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Sure, it was probably custom made, made, yeah. And um, it's weird that they're, they were wrestling together. I think this was probably like, hey, we're actually friends and we like each other. Can we just tag together? Yeah. I think that's it. Because mm-hmm. there's no explanation between those guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just them. Yeah. They just like each other. So um, they fought Max Caster and the, and the, and the Ass Boys. Um, which one of the the Ass Boys, like, when you hit him, he's, like, flailing everywhere. <laughs> you can get it on Etsy. Dude. Punk messed up a lot in that match. <laughs> yeah. He's... He's definitely uh, been struggling here lately, so and even more so now because sons now of injured. the hitman. Yeah, Dax Punk Cash. <laughs> it's a pretty cool shirt. I yeah. kind of oh like, looks. I looks even better in black. Yeah, I kind of like cringed a little bit when he like tried to power bomb one of the sons to Billy that was on the end, mm-hmm. and like Billy, uh, the kid hit his Billy neck the on kid. the rope, neck on the rope. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God damn it. (laughs) Why you do this? Never, ever try to do a buckshot Larry anymore. No, definitely not. I think he's agreed. Uh He's like, yeah, there's a couple things that I just shouldn't do anymore, and that's probably one of them. Which that, to me, that just shows how difficult of a move that is. Mm -hmm. To do that front flip, land on your feet, and then deliver a lariat. Yeah. That's... It's more challenging than it looks. Daniel's going to try it next week. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, the week after. Also incorrect. Maybe next month. Let's try. I'm not going to do it at all. Uh, at all today. Ever. Ever today. Ever, period. So, <laughs> uh, after MJF's fire promo, which, good Lord, set the roof on fire, um, we got to return of Miro. Yes. I was pleasantly surprised by this. I was so happy to see Miro. So what have I missed? Okay, they said that this is the third time for Giant Elite to wrestle. Uh-huh. I thought it was the second time. What did I miss? No, he had like a dark match. Oh, uh, okay. Or a match on dark, I should say. I, I don't... I know it's only been a third match. I don't think he fits in that great. No. Giant Elite. No. And I don't... I, I don't believe he has like a full contract with AEW. It yeah. might just be like limited appearances. When he first, when they first <clears> came <throat> out, because we had at our show, we had the uh, the wild Jokers. Cards. Oh yeah, Jokers. 
I was like Johnny Lee. I was like Johnny Gargano. And that's what I think that's why he got such a big reaction because yeah. people read Johnny. Yeah. And they were thinking Johnny Gargano. And then and we so came out. Like, oh, I, I just kind of like stopped making noise. It's like I don't like, oh! dislike the guy, but if I had to pick between John Morrison or Johnny Gargano, I'm going to pick Johnny Gargano. Jo- Johnny Mundo. Who? Uh, Johnny Elite, sir. Johnny what? Johnny Elite. Johnny Impact. Johnny Lucha. John Hennigan. Oh God. We're going we're going there. Yeah. But man, it was so good to see Miro return. Yeah. This match was still wasn't the greatest. Like the match with even with like Samoa Joe and Johnny Elite wasn't the greatest either. Yeah. But it's good to see Miro return. It's I good to see Miro get the win. Yeah, I don't even know what's next for him, but And I don't know how you feel, but I absolutely love Miro's entrance music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of like the gladiator days. Like yeah. he is coming out to slaughter. Like I love it. I love it so much. Uh, after that, we got to see the Jericho Appreciation Society cut a promo. Eddie Kingston, uh, William Regal, blood and guts has been announced. Um, Ortiz attacked Chris Jericho and cut off a lock of his hair. So and so do a that hair is, versus hair match next it, week. Yep. So Ortiz versus uh, Jericho, hair versus hair. Jericho. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of memes being they cut made. His, he cut his hair, so he has to cut a little bit off. Yeah. Finish or, what you started. Unless you just leave it as is, and if he's going to lose, they can shave it off after that. Maybe. But we'll see. <laughs> what if Ortiz loses, and then Jericho's like, I'm cutting my hair too. I'm cutting it anyways, <laughs> yeah. Well, you shave your head. I'm just going to trim mine up. Yep. Um. Can go back to looking like John Bo- uh, Bon Jovi, right? John Bovi. <laughs> I saw <laughs> I saw one post uh, on Twitter, and it was uh, so you know Jericho's gimmick right now is that he's a wizard. Yeah. So I'm a wizard. If he shaves his head, they said that he should come out every week with a different wig and be like, "I've conjured up hair." Yep. <laughs> and it's just it looks looks different because I'm a wizard. I was like, that would be funny. that would be a good way to play I'm into that. You stupid idiot! Like he keeps reinventing himself. Yeah, he burns someone's face, and all all of a sudden he thinks he's a wizard. That's not how wizardry works, sir. <laughs> I'm a wizard. You didn't even go to Diagon Alley. God, pick out your wand or anything. He's the influencer. That's right, le champion. The uh, the demo god. The demo god. Yeah. That's all AEW stuff he's yeah. done. Like, good lord. A little bit of the bubbly. Mm-hmm. Like, god damn. Like, and man's creative. He is, like, number one when it comes to reinventing himself. Or number one. Number one. It's like, to yeah. me, he's like the goat. That's right. Um, after that, we got to see Young Bucks, Red Dragon, and how do you say that? Hikaleo? Hikaleo. Hikaleo. Going up against Jurassic Express, Christian, Matt Hardy, and Darby Allen. Now, Adam Cole and Jeff Hardy were supposed to be in this match, but after uh, Double or Nothing, they announced that they were injured. And, Both of them? Yeah. Um, Jeff Hardy uh, was banged up from his match against Darby Allen. And yeah. so that's why the match with, with him and Adam Cole in the Houston show was I felt so like short. He came in banged up. Yeah. So at Double or Nothing, the Hardys had a match with the Young Bucks, and apparently Matt 
said that Jeff Hardy nearly got knocked out in the opening, like in the early stages of that match, and that's why he seemed real off. Damn. Like he was like his body was kind of just going through the motions, but like no one was home. Yeah. So um so replacements were named and um Oh yeah, yeah they changed it three times that match. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the Young Bucks, Red Dragon, and Hikaleo uh, end up getting the win. From New Japan. Yeah, end up getting the win. We got to see Wardlow defeat J.D. Drake. Quick match there, a couple powerbombs, you know, powerbomb symphony, after he delivered 10 to MJF in their match at Double or Nothing. Uh, Smart Mark Sterling came out, served Wardlow with a lawsuit on behalf of all the uh, security that he's assaulted over the past few weeks and months. Pretty smart. Yeah. Um, I'm curious as to where they're going to go with Wardlow now, now that he's world champion. No, free. <laughs> I don't know. See, I feel like you would have to go like minor title first, like TNT title. TNT. But it's like there's so many people that it's like, oh, I want to see this person. Oh, I want to see this yeah. person go for the title. Oh, I want to see this person. Like Dante Martin, dude, is a star. Yes, he is. And he challenged Scorpio Sky on Rampage this past week. And. You know, they kept saying, oh, his time will come, his time will come. And I'm like, oh, I'm impatient. I want to see him succeed now because he's a star. Like, he's a breakout star. Yes. Um, but I think, honestly, in the next two or three years, like, Dante Martin's going to be one of those guys. You know? Like, I feel so bad for his brother because it's one like he just another. came back from an injury and now he's injured again. And yeah. it's like, oh, son of a bitch. But on the other hand, it was the best. Th- it's the best thing to happen for Dante. Because he's a breakout star, and he w- he was doing very well on his own before his brother came back. Yeah. Then when he came back, they're like, okay, let's put you back with a tag team. And it's kind of like, oh. Well, they put him with multiple people. Yeah. Leo Rush, Jay Lethal for a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Seidel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did that Team Taz angle for a little bit. Yeah. That kind of didn't really go anywhere, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he's a breakout star, and so it's like, man, I want to see him succeed, and I want to see... Like, you want to see all these people succeed, and it's like, ah. Oh, I'll tell you one... Per- Sorry, just popped in my head, because when Leo Rush came in, that was, that was one person who really didn't do anything in this company. Mm-hmm. He was here for, like, a like what, a month? And then he retired again? Or something happened, and he, his contract expired, and then... Yeah. He's gone. Now he's left and gone to another company. Like, it's like, all right, bye. Didn't do anything. Yeah. But one of the things that we all talked about after the AEW show in Houston is that, you know, we saw a very large percent of yes. the AEW roster. And we talk about how big their roster is right now. We still saw a lot of people. Like yeah. There were like maybe 20 people that we didn't see. Yeah. And some of them are out with injury. Some of them just don't have anything going on right now. But like. They have like 140 people on their roster. Hell, we even seen someone who wasn't even on the show, uh, Lance Archer. Yeah, so like in one capacity or another, we saw damn near everyone on their roster. So yeah. like they have found a way to like rotate the pieces, whether it be a dark match, whether it be a match on Rampage or Dynamite, or know. promos. Yeah, yeah, or even just promos. So we, you know, they have found a good groove yeah so they just have to find a way to alternate the pieces so that everyone can be happy 
Because right now, I, I believe Thunder Rosa has said that she's not too thrilled. Yeah. Because she, you know, like it's she. It's a weird situation. Yeah. She does so much better in the chase. Hers, hers was the chase. And I feel like while Adam Page did a, a solid enough job as a champion, his story kind of fizzled out once he became the champion. I didn't think it did when he was fighting Danielson. Yeah. Um. Who else that he fought that was like, eh. Archer. Archer. Yeah. Uh, the punk stuff was all right. I mean, it was... You didn't know who to go for. Yeah. You know? Um, I feel like there was someone else with who fought uh, Paige. You remember? Mm, not off the top of my head. I don't know. He did do a match with Dante Martin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's someone else, but I don't know. Don't. Oh, Adam Cole. Oh, yeah. That They were hard-hitting and fast, but like... Nothing too right. memorable. All right. And maybe that maybe that's nothing against him, but maybe the strength of his opponents. Yeah. You know, like Danielson, that would have been probably the top. And then Punk was the one to dethrone him. Yeah. Um, but like they, they did such a good job of building him up as a character. And I went back and watched it just because it's still one of my favorite entrances, but the one where he teamed up with the Dark Order and they came out together yeah. as one. Like that was that was the time to pull the trigger for for Adam Page. Now, he made the decision to take time off to um, you know, be there for the birth of his newborn yeah. uh, child, which I totally understand, but it's like good lord, the timing was just so bad because like that like the crowd was never hotter for Adam Page oh, yeah. than at that time. You know, he teamed, he got his redemption. He has f- new friends in the Dark Order, and then they end up losing the match, and he <laughs> takes time off, and it's just like you cut the wheels right out from yep. under it. And then he came back, and the crowd was like, "Yeah, all right." Instead of "Yeah," you know, and it's just it. It never. I don't feel like it ever peaked to that point again. So that whenever he finally did defeat Omega, the crowd, while happy and excited, it wasn't that full. No. It wasn't what it could have been. Yeah, I agree with you. And so that that was kind of a struggle because it, like, it stretched it out a little further than I feel like it needed to be. And then, you know, they always say, you know, the chase is, the chase is better for some characters, a lot than, of characters. than actually <laughs> being champion. So, you know. Was was Adam Page a bad champion? Absolutely not. No. He was a very good champion. Was he one of the best ones? No, I don't think so. But, you know. Either the best champions were like Jericho or Omega. Yeah. I would probably say Omega was probably Omega. the top one. Because of the whole he had the collector elite. Yeah. just helping the elite. Yeah. Just being like the man that's going everywhere. I'd probably give number two... And it's very close between two and three. So this isn't a knock to number three. But number two would probably be Jericho. Number three would probably be Moxley. Number four would be Hangman. Number five is Punk. Punk, only because, <laughs> yeah. He, Got cut short. Yeah, we, we, we won't get to really see what they have in play, have in play yeah. until later on. Then we can, you know, readdress readdress that situation. But well, um, I remember jumping the crowd again. Yeah, that's for damn sure 
that um, was what caused it. That's what I'm thinking. Because, like, if you go back and look, he's all excited. He does it. And then once he's done and he gets back on the other side of the barricade, he's, like, limping. So we'll see. We'll see if that was the cause. Mm-hmm. Um, but back over to Dynamite. Ruby Soho teaming up with Tony Storm to defeat Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Uh, the main event, a bloody massacre between John Moxley and Daniel Garcia. Okay, so I text you this. It's like It always feels like some point in time in Dynamite, they go over and they're rushing towards the mm-hmm. end with stuff. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Um, but this was nothing in comparison to anarchy in the arena. The fact that even Justin Roberts was like, ladies and gentlemen, shit's about to hit the fan. (laughs) And boy, was he right. That match at double or nothing was insane. Oh yeah. And the wild thing playing over over and over again. That was the new Jack stuff. Yes. And Jericho even credited new Jack for that. It was like, you know what we, we thought like, how are we going to make this even better? We're like, Oh yeah, the new Jack stuff. Let's, let's do that. It was so funny. And I'll be the one to pull the plug on the music. And like, why does he keep playing and start over? And we're all laughing. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Cause it was like wrapping up and then it just kicks right back into it. We're like, Oh, okay. They're still going. But man, that was bloody. And Doug pointed out, you know, the fact that they all wore white, and it was like, man, yeah. that should have been a telltale sign right there. Yep. Everyone's gonna fucking well, bleed in this match. What came to my mind automatically for Jericho Appreciation Society was boy bands, like Backstreet yeah, Boys. They looked a lot like the Backstreet Boys. That is true. Yeah. But man, that was a good match. This Moxley and Garcia match was good. They're just they're they're very consistent in putting on solid matches for everybody there's something for everybody that you want a technical match they're going to have that you want a bloody match they're going to have that you want a spot fest they're going to have that yeah submission stuff yeah and they certainly had a spot fest for rampage young bucks versus lucha bros holy crap once again these two teams show why they're the best in the world at tag team wrestling spot fest galore of course they took his mask off too he did Uh, penta what an asshole Never take his mask off. Never take a man's mask off. What the fuck are you thinking? Uh, but the Young Bucks end up defeating Lucha Bros. Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks defeated two guys. We didn't even learn their names. <laughs> they even cut a promo in the middle of the match, and we missed the ending. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Got to see the AEW debut of Athena, who I debuted at Double or Nothing. Match. How did it go? Not as good as you would hope. Yeah. Like, I, I like her, but... There's certain people. I, okay, deep down, I think that she can help the women's division. Yes, but there's certain people I think like they shouldn't pick up. Like, I'm sorry, they shouldn't have picked up Tony Nice. I'll agree um, with that. I don't know who else. To be honest, I didn't. I didn't see enough of Tony Storm to justify yeah, picking thing. her up. Same thing. Uh, and who was that Atlas guy? Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas. He's in trouble now. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Was Got that into some legal trouble. Assault or whatever. Yeah. They were. At, <laughs> so he and his like boyfriend were at someone's house at a party and they went to the bedroom and the person whose house it was or whatever were like, dude, get out. Yeah. Don't, don't be doing that. And he, they were drinking and partying of some kind. 
<laughs> led to a fight. <laughs> so he ended up getting charged. Cops wow. were called and he got arrested and all that. It's like, damn, dude. You want to have sex in some dude's room? Yeah. And he doesn't want you to. This isn't no. your bed. This is yeah, my bed. Like, no, yeah. I'm Get not. The fuck the, out. The only one getting laid in this bed is me. Get Go out. in the backyard. Right. <laughs> Go do it in your car like a normal person. Do it in the car. <laughs> Called a soup kitchen. Um, main event of Rampage, Scorpio Sky defeating Dante Martin. Really good uh, match for Dante. Reach um, for the sky. Yeah. And Scorpio Sky is another one where it's like the champion, like how are they presenting him? It's really tough because they have all that stuff going on with Sammy Guevara. And it's like, who's the face here? Yeah, they went, They did back and forth constantly. Yeah, I think they based two it times. off the crowd. Two so. times, yeah. Um, but... I guess we want to send congratulations to Sammy. <laughs> Sammy and Ty. Uh, congratulations. They proposed uh, to Ty Conti at the Eiffel Tower. She said yes, and they've been together for like six months. Mm. So, Those were some great picks. <laughs> Those were some great picks. Um, and we did get to see him the last time that he proposed. So, you know, just yeah. throwing that out there. Because he wasn't wrestling. In Houston Dynamite, he did a promo. And he didn't wrestle at this one either. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, yeah, he did. He, he wrestled Sean Spears. Sean Spears and mm-hmm. Sammy? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. What's, what are they going to do with now with Sean Spears? <laughs> it depends on what they do with MJF. Weird. It is. It's quite weird. But, uh, yeah, man, AEW is... Where it's at, because I've been watching some WWE programming, and it is, it is not where it's at. No, it is definitely not where it's happening. Um, oh dang! Okay, breaking news. Uh oh. Just saw this on a wrestling news source as of five minutes ago. Um, Brian Danielson is being reported as injured, forced to re- withdraw from a meet and greet in New Bedford, Massachusetts. Fan who went to the meet and greet were informed Danielson could not be there due to his injury. Uh, the, uh, the venue confirmed this to be true. Neither AEW nor Danielson themselves have commented on the matter as of yet. Brian Danielson was last in action in Anarchy in the Arena match last Sunday on AEW Double or Nothing. It is unknown if he'll make the Blood and Guts match. So there's another one out. Or so At least we got to see them all <laughs> before yeah. they got injured. God damn. Uh. Oh, God. Injury, the injuries are piling up. Not, this one's not an AEW one. It's being reported by both Fightful and the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that Cody Rhodes suffered an injury while training this week. Goddamn. The original report states the story going around that Rhodes suffered a torn pectoral. Ah, oh, fuck, dude. He was pulled from Saturday's live event, replaced by Drew McIntyre, still did a run-in on the match. Cody Rhodes is still being advertised for WWE Hell in a Cell against Seth Rollins he for tonight. Lose and then just go out. Yeah. Yeah. Or they'll do some some backstage angle where he gets attacked, you know, and they'll just be like, oh, God ladies and gentlemen, damn. this match might not be happening. Because, like, the two top things in WWE is Roman and Cody. Yeah. <laughs> And now they've now he's injured. <laughs> Fuck, man! And like, Punk's injured. Danielson, like, mm-hmm. we don't know when Omega's coming yeah, Omega's back. Like, God out. damn it! Ugh. Yep. Moxley is gonna step up. 
And that's the thing. Like Miro? He, yes. Yeah. See how Miro does? Maybe interim champion. Miro versus Punk later on when he comes back. That'd be nice. Miro going like a fucking rampage. I am redeemed. I'm the redeemer. Yes. And my... <laughs> what did he say about his wife? My flexible wife. Yes. <laughs> so uh, with that being said... Fuck. It's now time to go into our Hell in a Cell predictions taking place in like four hours. Yeah. Because we got to hear those picks. We've got to hear those picks. We've We've got got to to hear hear those those picks. picks. Hell in a Cell taking place in like four hours from now, the time of this recording. Uh, Let's go ahead and start with Cody Rhodes now that it's in question versus Seth Rollins. Knowing what we know now, torn pectoral. Either they. If the match even happens. Yeah, he gets jumped. Or he says he's just hurt, can't do it. But yeah. if they do do a match, Seth wins. Because you can't, you can't have this. If this match takes place, it cannot be a squash match because it's a Hell in a Cell match. Like it's the only Hell in a Cell match. The pay per view is based on this one match. Just don't chop him. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seth Rollins. That's all I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> Going straight after that peck. Um. So yeah, it's going to be interesting on how they how they do this. Do they just like name a replacement for for him and like they just have a random Hell in a Cell match and that's it? Cuz this is the only Hell in a Cell match for the <laughs> Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. <laughs> this is why you don't do these like, gimmick we're, matches. We're changing it now, for a pay-per-view. The other match that's going to be in Hell in a Cell is Madcap Moss versus Happy Corbin. I mean, that would that or the Bobby Lashley and almost MVP match, like that, those yeah. are the only two that you. I mean, I suppose they could do like Bianca Belair and Becky and Oscar. All matches, or Hell in a Cell. But that's that's why I hate when they have like a pay per view based around one gimmick match. <sighs> aside from Money in the Bank, because Money in the Bank has multiple participants, so you can yeah. easily swap someone out if there's an injury. But like. Hell in a Cell is supposed to be, like, the blow-off feud. So, like, they could have done this in the next pay-per-view. Like, hey, Cody Rhodes is out with an injury. They're going to have this match. Still will be Hell in a Cell, but it's going to be at the next pay-per-view. I don't know, man. Like, special matches like Hell in a Cell, like a steel cage match, those are the blow-off matches for feuds. Not just, oh, well, it's a pay-per-view and we're just going to have a match inside here. Like, it lessens it. So it's like most of these matches I don't give a shit about. Exactly. And there's like one that features SmackDown stars. That's Madcap and Happy Corbin. Huh. All the others are raw talent. Raw talent. No Usos. So no tag championship. No WWE or Universal Championship match. Not even the Intercontinental Champion is being featured on this pay-per-view. Only the U.S. Championship and the Raw Women's Championship. No SmackDown Women's Champion. Like, what's going on? I think That's how bad the booking one, is right now. I think now. the only one that would be, like, interesting to watch maybe is Judgment Day versus Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan, maybe. Yeah, and if Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins doesn't happen, that's probably your main event. Yeah, for sure. That or Bianca versus Becky and, and Asuka. So if this happens, I'm probably going to pick Seth Rollins to win. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
I feel like Bobby Lashley is going to defeat Omos and MVP. Hopefully. <laughs> I feel like he needs to. But Omos kind of needs the win at this point. I don't give a shit about Omos. Yeah. Madcap Moss has to defeat has to defeat Happy Gorbin. Yeah, I'll go with Madcap. Um, Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens. I am Ezekiel. I feel like Ezekiel's going to get the win and it's going to piss off Kevin Owens even more. And Elias comes out. <laughs> In Abyss and Joseph Parks. There you go. Now we're talking. Who are you picking between Ezekiel and Kevin Owens? Ezekiel. Okay. Um, Theory versus Mustafa Ali. U.S. Uh, championship on the line. Theory. Because Mustafa is going to get the shaft. Yep. I will go the same. Um, let's see. Judgment Day versus Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan. Judgment Day. Yeah. Do we do we see a fourth member added? That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Paige. I'm thinking Finn Balor. You think Finn's going to turn and join, join Judgment Day? Why not? What else is they going to do it's for him? It's a judgment day. It's a new kind of judgment. Uh, I'm going to pick judgment day to win as well. You've been judged. Uh, final match. Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Asuka? 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 Asuka. Asuka. Raw Women's Championship on the line. Who has the title? Bianca. Uh, thought she lost it. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> Bianca. I'm going to go with Bianca as well. So that, those are some great picks. Those are some great picks. Those, those are, are some, some great picks. picks. Dicks. Um, let's go into some hot topics. On dance floor. Uh, one, one thing that we hadn't talked on because we've been gone for so long. Ric Flair going to be making a return to the ring. In a tag match. Oh, was it a tag match? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just going to be a singles match. No, it's a tag match. Oh. Um, Who's he teaming up with? That's still a mystery. Oh. Uh, maybe Jay Lethal. Mm. That would make sense because they've been training together. So we will we will see um, how that goes. Yeah. Does he have a pacemaker? And a fake hip and <laughs> that many other things. Like, he'll be like in his 90s. I want to fucking wrestle. Yeah. Space Mountain, baby. Break a hip. Um, while we're on the topic of Flair, congratulations to Charlotte Flair yeah. and Andrade for tying the knot. I saw like a video of they were doing pictures of the, um, the ladies, and uh, they turned around. I saw Ric Flair and, and Finn Balor. Nice. Yeah. Um. So. While we were uh, talking about MJF and all the stuff that was going on, for those who were paying attention, he's actually been removed from the AEW Rampage intro from the AEW website, as well as had all of his merchandise pulled. So, if it is indeed a work, they are going above and beyond to sell it. Yes. And they didn't even post his uh, his rant on their YouTube channel. So you fucking Mark! <laughs> Man, that was such a good promo. Yes, I agree. Um, and final bit of hot topic news that I have, Eric Bischoff in a probably I just need ratings, please somebody God listen damn it. has invited Tony Khan to confront him on his <sighs> podcast eighty three weeks. No. 
No, don't do that shit, Tony. It's just a ratings grab for him. Like, oh, yeah, why don't you come on my podcast and we'll talk about it? Because he knows everyone would want to listen to what Tony has to say to Eric. Like, I know they're doing that stuff. Like, I don't, I just don't care for the whole that shit with Jim Cornette and Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Like, let it go, man. I know it's for ratings, but they're constantly like, well, AEW's doing this wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. WWE's doing better. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Okay. It's enjoyable to me. Who records podcasts anymore? Fucking losers. Hmm. <laughs> Loser. We've been doing it longer than 83 weeks, Eric Bischoff. More ass bitch. 519 weeks, bitch. I said bitch. Uh, anything else that you have to talk about? Because that's all I have for, for hot topics. I saw a picture of boobies (laughs) 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 boobies wow Uh, adam cole uh amazing he was at i guess g4 yeah headquarters i guess they're doing stuff with uh the AEW game i don't know about the AEW game but i think he was just there to okay to do stuff Uh, i was like wondering how that works because xavier woods works for g4 Mm mm-hmm and like, oh, they're still good pals. Yeah, it's just like that. That remember that time it was like the New Day versus Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. and like that video game showdown, mm-hmm. and WWE promoted it. Like, <laughs> yes. what the fuck was this? Yeah, long before they thought AEW was a threat. Yeah, those were the days. Like, we're gonna get these guys to come uh, to our company. He's just gonna buy that pissant company so that he can fire you again. He can't fire me. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> Some of the shit that comes out of Triple H's mouth. You could have asked me about anything. You could have asked me about AEW. <gasps> <gasps> all right. Well, that's all I got. Anything else for you? Uh, no, that's all I got. Too. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Sorry for the delay in, uh, in doing a show. I know it's been a while since we did one. We pretty much took like the whole month of May off. But, you know. Life gets in the way sometimes. Things that's and going on. Thanks to my current job where I work evenings, we can't get together as often as we normally do, so we have to do it on the weekends. Well, if one of us has plans on the weekend, guess what? You <laughs> can't do it that week. Yeah. So um, we'll try and get it on a more consistent basis, but, you know, if it happens, cool. If not, sorry. Um, but we hope that this episode at least entertained you in some capacity. And we certainly want to appreciate you all for uh, for tuning in once again. And if you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page, MS Podcast, our WrestlingNewsSource.com. Uh, also, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to our channel on YouTube, Dominus Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod. Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, Dominus Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro, Tyler Tyler underscore A Bear, all that other good stuff as well. Instagram, TikTok, Twitch. You know the drill. So for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler A Bear. And we will catch you all next week. Bye. Hopefully. <laughs>